Welcome to the Modern Tire Dealer Show. This episode is brought to you by BKT Tires, a leading global player in off-highway tires for the agricultural, industrial, construction, and OTR industries. Welcome to the Modern Tire Dealer Show. I'm Mike Mangus, editor of Modern Tire Dealer. Today, Mike Townsend, retail tire sales and leadership coach and owner of Townsend Strategies, tells you how you can transform your salespeople into not only trusted advisors, but also heroes and companions to your customers. And the secret to achieving all of this is a lot easier than you might have guessed. This is a can't-miss interview, so let's get to it. Mike, hey, great, great to have you on the Modern Tire Dealer Show. Thank you for joining us, and it's, it's awesome to talk to you again. It's good to be here. Thank you. Well, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to share some information that I think our readers will find uh, very valuable and and very relevant. Uh, t- today, we're going to be talking about uh, getting out of your comfort zone at the retail tire sales counter in order to uh, communicate and sell more effectively. And and in your daily work, Mike, you have an opportunity to observe how many, many counter people interact with customers. And and, and you're of the opinion that, that many of them need to get out of, of what we call or what you call their comfort zones in order to uh, uh, become better at, at what they do. And I, I know that's kind of a kind of a uh, big place to start, but can, can you elaborate on that a little bit? You know, sure, what, what, sure. what do you mean, Mike, by getting out of the comfort zone? Well, you know, uh, the, the business has changed a lot since COVID, since inflation, uh, and a lot of people still think they're in a sales job. Uh, today, customers, especially in the automotive repair industry, they don't want to be sold. They just need some information and uh, they need to make a, uh, an educated decision. But more than anything, they, you know, this role has really changed uh, to more of an emotional connection and connecting to uh, a customer in any customer engagement has to be one or all three of the following. They either have to be a trusted advisor, mm-hmm. a hero mm-hmm. or a companion to the person on the other end of the phone or the person standing at the counter. And so now, if the customer doesn't feel that, then typically uh, sales don't go the way the, the person uh, behind the counter wants them to go. Now, I've, I've heard the term trusted advisor before, and our readers have, have seen us use that term in Modern Tire Dealer and on this podcast, but I, I've never heard uh, the term uh, uh, companion and, and hero used in, in relation to tire sales. Can, can you elaborate on those terms and, and why they apply? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, so a lot of times a salesperson will get focused on the sale, the dollar amount of the sale. Mm-hmm. You know, that sales is a lag measurement. And at the end of the day, uh, when you're looking at sales, you're, 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 uh, you're cashing out your till. And uh, there is absolutely nothing you can do to change that number, that sales dollar, no matter what it is. You can pray over it. You can, you can wish. You can say whatever you want, but it's not going to change. Mm-hmm. What most salespeople fail to do is they fail to concentrate on the lead measurements, the thing, the habits and the the words that they use. And that's very important. How you, you know today words are more important than, than anything. And Chick-fil-A has proven that with their my pleasure culture. But using the right words at the right time, how you engage the customer to make them feel like you are trying to help them. You know, you're becoming a hero to them. Because let's face it, most people don't want to buy tires. 
and they're getting sticker shock because many of them bought tires pre-inflation. And then that companion role is simply being uh, your, your, the energy level of which you're uh, speaking to a customer. It's not monotone. It's uh, you can tell in my voice and your voice many times, you know, there's a lot of passion as we're talking offline and you, know, you, you just have to want to help people and uh, and connect with people, find out the need behind the need and serve, make them feel served. And when you make them feel served, you're going to become that companion. And then the, the trusted advisor part is, is sometimes a little bit more technical, but I have found that most people behind the counter have a very difficult way of translating why you should trust me, mm. why what I'm recommending is should be trusted. And that's huge. We, we know that people buy based on trust. Do you think that's become even more difficult uh, given the sticker shock that customers are experiencing now? You know, customers who've been out of the market for a couple of years are now back in market and they can't believe how much more expensive tires have become in, yes. in the interim. Yes, I'm hearing, you know, customers who are buying one tire, uh, you know, of a, of a premium branded tire, many times will make a statement uh, of shock. That's for one tire, they'll say. Yeah. And the person, on the, you know, the salesperson has to say, yes, that's for one tire. Whereas if a person uh, on the phone, if the salesperson would just let them know, uh, you know, teeing it up about what you're about to hear, mm -hmm. You may get you may have a little sticker shock when I price this, but they never ask the question. When was the last time you bought tires? Mm -hmm. you know, and that's and that's so simple. But most most salespeople only ask one question. And it's the, the reason why they only ask this question, Mike, is because it's all about them and all about them making a sale. And right. all they all they want is the tire size. Just give me the tire size. And then so that I can look up a price for you and try to sell you never creating value, never connecting emotionally with the customer. And uh, there are certain words you can use on the phone to connect with the customer, just like you can face-to-face. -face. What, what are some of those terms and words, Mike? Well, it, you know, we have a, we have a very detailed script. Um, you know, I, I don't want to give away the whole farm here. I'd love to right. get your, your listeners to call me, but one of those things is just letting the customer know how you're different from, from your competitor. Uh, letting them know in indirect ways why you offer what you offer, mm -hmm. letting them know that you care about them in indirect ways. So when they get off the phone, mm -hmm. they just feel it. And and I will give you one tip and the listeners one tip. Most most uh, salespeople don't get out of their comfort zone and call the customer by name often enough. Mm -hmm. First of all, they, they, they very seldom even get the name of the person. The person hangs up and, you know, they don't they don't get a phone number. They, they don't get anything from the customer, but at least get the customer's name and call the customer during the conversation. It has to be natural, Mike. It can't be, you know, it can't be, uh, uh, you know, unnatural and which, right. may, which means they have to they have to practice it and they have to really they have to be coached on how to do it because you just can't start doing it. But if you call a customer by name enough, you've heard the old saying, hearing your name called is like music to your ears. Right. Well, when a customer hears their name called enough in a phone call, at the end of the call, without exception, that customer will ask that salesperson, and what did you say your name was? Mm. When that happens, nine times out of 10, it, they connected emotionally with the customer. 
it, it sounds so simple. It does sound simple. Effortless. Man. But, but yeah. the brain is such an amazing piece of equipment. And unfortunately, you know, the auto repair industry doesn't have the best reputation in the world. Yeah. And they do a very poor job at communicating integrity with a detailed way to engage customers to be that trusted advisor, that hero, or that companion on every call. So you're recommending uh, taking the time to first establish that connection before closing the sale. Absolutely. And there's indirect ways you can do that. And we don't have time on this podcast, but maybe we'll do another podcast where I could give you guys more of a, a detailed way of doing it. But but um, it, it's about a three and a half minute script that we use. And uh, we don't want people to sound robotic because it has to work natural. Mm -hmm. uh, but But, you know, hiring people who have a passion to help other people is a great place to start. And a lot of times, you know, tire store owners, they get busy in the whirlwind. And by the way, it's not easy. Uh, today, more than ever, selling tires on the phone and in person is probably the most difficult sales job you can have, just mainly because of inflation. But um, but it's not easy to get certain habits changed and get better habits built that will help uh, customers feel like they're being served and not sold. Thanks to its R&D efforts, BKT is committed to helping customers succeed by offering high-quality, top-performance, and reliable tires that can handle any job in more than 160 countries worldwide. Yeah, I, th I think I think in today's you know super hectic environment, it would uh, behoove everybody to slow down a little bit and. Uh, uh, make that connection. Are, are there any other techniques or approaches that will help our listeners, uh, you know, connect with uh, uh, their 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 customers, um, you know, on an emotional level to become that become that companion and then become that hero? Well, you 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 know, you, you certainly have to have goals, and um, we know we live in a soundbite society. And we we I was uh, on a, a coaching call this morning, and we were talking about um, the attention span of um of uh the the consumer you know we we're, we're seeing six second commercials now on online and uh that those six second commercials are have been measured and they're very effective so there are things that you can say to a customer and going back to uh calling them by name indirectly of uh, the customer when you call a customer by name you're saying listen to me what i'm about to tell you is important very important and so you get the customer's attention. And so grabbing their attention, making them feel like you're trying to help them, being a problem solver, all of those attributes are important when you implement those as lead measurements that impact sales. Instead of just focusing on the dollar amount, they need to focus on the well-being of the customer. And if they do that, then they're going to be the trusted advisor. They're going to be the hero and they're going to be the companion. If not all three, they'll be one out of the three. And one out of the three usually leads to uh, increased sales. You know, for, for many years, a lot of our readers have told us that they look for attitude, sometimes more than aptitude. They, they're looking for trainable people, people, as you said, who have that passion for helping others. And then, and then the rest of the job, in so many words, can be taught uh, to individuals like that. But wh where do you find you know, people who, who have that, uh, that attitude. So I just had this conversation with a, a multi-store owner and, um, you have to find them outside the industry. Mm. Uh, some of the, some of the best hires that when I've done some headhunting work was, uh, I'll never forget this one guy at a home Depot 
uh, I mystery shopped and he was the only person in the entire store that went out of his way to greet me and uh, make me feel like all three of the, uh, we mystery shopped them on an appliance. Uh, mm-hmm. And we, you have to find people who are currently working, people who are surfing the job uh, market. Uh, they're not going to be long-term employees many times. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they're the bruised apple that fell off the tree. You have to mm-hmm. you have to get the ladder and you have to climb up to the top of the tree and pick off the good fruit. And that's mystery shopping people many times outside the industry. Because if you give me somebody, Mike, that's got good computer skills and uh, knows how to uh, engage people in a meaningful and memorable way, you know, that can play conversational ping pong, uh, even people who are introverted, I found that introverts will even follow a process more than an extrovert. Mm-hmm. An extrovert tries to tries to talk too much, whereas an introvert, you give them a process, they'll follow that process, and they'll they'll uh, actually sell more many times than than most extroverts. Because an extrovert has to know how to bridle and and throttle back, uh, whereas an introvert just simply follows the process and and uh, very humbly uh, sells as much, if not more, than most extroverts. So you're saying look outside the industry and always be looking for potential be, recruits. Yes, yes. You give you, you you find a server that is detailed at a restaurant, for example, and they, you know, when, when you order to-go water, uh, you know, you, let's say you ordered your water with lemon at, your, at the restaurant. Very few servers, when you ask for a to-go water, will actually bring you a fresh lemon. I know that sounds simple, but mm-hmm. it's detailed mm-hmm. and they never let your glass get empty. Mm-hmm. They're always asking if there's anything else. Mm-hmm. You're always eye, making eye contact, checking with you. You get that server to come on board that knows how to, they have to know how, how to computer skills. And another uh, prerequisite is they have to be willing to learn a new trade or a new industry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're working with some people now that, uh, that came from an office job into a front counter sales job. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that first 90 days is tough, but they, you know, set their face like Flint. They wanted to learn this, this, this role and uh, they're doing very well at it now. But yeah. And that's another thing too, Mike, you have to be willing to let those people fail during that first 90 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but the onboarding process is important and who you put them beside is important because you don't want them developing bad habits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and learning is different than training. And so you have to find out what that learning style is on that new person. And uh, a lot of times they'll find other workers like themselves and they can lead to uh, to more recruits for you. And we know that's a hot button. You know, you and I have talked about that, that, that harder and harder to find good people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and that remains a that remains a hot button issue with our listeners and our readers. Uh, you know, there's still a still a scarcity of people who are willing to work in our industry and uh, our readers are searching high and low for, for people who really want to immerse themselves in it. It's, it's not easy, but um, yeah, Mike, any other thoughts or, or suggestions or advice or recommendations for our listeners on this well, topic? I, I, we had a leadership conference uh, here in Knoxville um, and we had a, a tire dealer. We had multiple business owners and, and managers from other industries that were there. We had some people from the medical field. We had an architect. We had we had uh, some nurses, uh, a doctor, and um, but this one tire store owner that has uh, seven or eight locations. I, I can't remember. It's it's been a minute since he was here, mm-hmm. but he looked at the, everybody when we were debriefing at the end of the day, and he said, "I finally realized that my team is my fault." 
My you know, fault. He said, yeah, my fault. fault. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He said, my <laughs> team is my fault. He said, but I can do something about that. And, you know, he, he, uh, he got out of his comfort zone, you know, to go back to the original discussion mm -hmm. as a leader and, you know, leader and leadership and sales is the same coin. It's just different sides. Mm -hmm. Most leaders don't get out of their comfort zone with their internal customers, their employees to help train them the right way to help them focus more on the customer and the habits that increase that customer engagement. And uh, they, they're always focused on numbers. And so not painting that vision clear enough sometimes and setting those goals that are achievable and how they engage the customers typically uh, causes heartburn somewhere down the road. So it's it's best if uh, if you look at the leadership, you got to look at them mm -hmm. as well as your uh, your sales team, and they all need to be on the same page. So really, you're you're saying look at look at your employees as your internal customers, as your internal clients. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have to be engaged. You know, that, that, that leader has to be a trusted advisor, a hero and a companion to his employees, just like you do uh, a customer. Uh, you, you know, we, we engage our customers. So yes, internal customers have a currency to spend on the business, the employees, and it's called extra effort. And mm -hmm. uh, many times you, you may not have to hire that extra person if everyone at that front counter is hitting on ex with the extra effort, because we, we know there's a learning, uh, there's actually a growth spurt curve that happens uh, when, when you're growing your stores. And by the way, everybody's printing money right now in the automotive repair industry because we're in this perfect storm. We've talked about that in the past of mm -hmm. high interest rates and high car prices. Mm -hmm. And so everybody's trying to extend the life of their car now and, uh, and protect that investment. And so, being able to um, engage your internal employees to get them to produce extra effort will help you get through that that tough and difficult time uh, until you do get someone onboarded and get new people uh, in the business. Mike, I'd love to explore that topic maybe later in the year with you on another sure. uh, episode of this this podcast. That's pretty interesting. Anytime. I'm just uh, glad I can help. Well, we appreciate your help, Mike. And I know our listeners appreciate the uh, practical advice. I know a lot of what you share with us is, is implementable as well. And it's, it's something that uh, our, our listeners can apply to their own businesses right away. So we, we appreciate that aspect of it too, Mike. And want to thank you for joining us today. A great conversation and look forward to having you back on the Modern Tire Dealer Show again. Thank you so much, Mike. Welcome, Mike. Have a great week. All right. You too. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Modern Tire Dealer Show. To contact Mike Townsend, email him at mike at townsendstrategies.com. That's T-O-W-N-S-E-N-D-S-T-R-A-T-E-G-I-E-S.com. Don't forget to check out the latest issue of Modern Tire Dealer and stay tuned to moderntiredealer.com for late-breaking tire industry news and analysis. We'll talk to you again very soon. Whether you're working on a farm, a construction site, or in the OTR industry, BKT has a tire for you.